Boo! Scourge. That's right. We have returned and emerged from the darkness and the abyss of podcasts. We are here to discuss our favorite television Halloween episodes on episode 68 of the podcast. Cue the music. Welcome, everyone, to the Entertainment Buffet Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon Prosek. And I'm your other host, Jessica Quaz. Oh, oh whoa, Jess, we're back. What I the know. hell? How have you been? Where have you been? What's up? <laughs> Where have we been? Where have we been? <laughs> Where have you been? You've been all over. <laughs> I've been all over. I'm very tired. <laughs> <laughs> Just in general. Just in general. I'm very tired. We've been gone a very long time. A very yeah, long we, time. We 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 pulled uh, you know a thing from school. We took the summer off. We did. I missed that being able to do that. So it's the only thing in our life we could really do that for, and we decided to do it. Just take yeah. the summer off. Yeah, uh, uh, it's been a bit, but uh, we're back and we're excited to do some new episodes for you guys. Uh, but Jess, uh, I feel like we should update people since there's been a little bit of a gap. A lot of things have happened. Uh, what the hell have you been up to? Well, our, I feel like our gap was unintentional. We were going, oh, yes. to, yeah, very Quite. much so. <laughs> just, just letting that be known. It was an accident. Um, we. I, I was everywhere. I was everywhere this summer. I started my summer off um, being in Arizona, New Mexico. Then I went to Canada. Then I went to Chicago, where I got to see you in person, actually. Oh, what? In <laughs> yeah. how many years? Like, and you, we got like a good years. photo together. We spent, like, the whole day walking around the old stomping grounds of our college. Yeah. It was lovely. It was so awesome. Um, Which, uh, real quick on that. Jess and I have known each other since 2012, so a solid seven years. And previously, out of even though we've worked together on countless projects with Entertainment Buffet uh, back in college, we had one photo together. One photo, <laughs> and it's a terrible photo. Of terrible both of us. photo. <laughs> really we bad. We had just. Yeah, we had just finished a three-day shoot on a short film that uh, you helped me produce uh, that I wrote. And, yeah, what the, like, you know when Facebook does the whole, like, friendiversary thing? They're like, here's your photos together. It'd be like that one. It'd be like, it's been a great seven years, right? (laughs) (laughs) It's the worst photo. We should, like, post it somewhere so everyone can see it if they haven't already. It's like... Yeah. We were filming in the summer. It was very humid. So August. We're, it was August, <laughs> humid heat. So we were very sweaty. And there's a third person in the photo that neither of us even talk to anymore, I don't think. Yeah. Right? Okay. So it just was <laughs> yeah. like the worst photo. And it's the only photo. So when we finally saw each other again this summer, we were like, okay, lock it down. Get in a photo. And we had the premier photographer take it. Do you remember that woman? Uh, yeah. Oh, it was amazing. I loved her so much. We were like at yeah. Millennium Park, right? It was Millennium Park. 
and uh-huh. we found like a good spot to take a photo in. We asked this a stranger, this kind stranger, to take a photo of us, and she was with two of her friends. And these three women got behind the camera, and one was like tapping the focus button while the other was taking the photo, and then the other one was directing us like, "Okay, scooch a little <laughs> to the left, to the left." Yes, yes, yes. And then they would get all the angles. It was like what yeah. we needed, exactly just, what we needed. It just turned into, like you said, like you said, like a photo shoot. And then, the, like you said, like each person was doing something. No one was just standing there. She's like, oh, yeah, you're going to do here. And like you said, the other one was assisting the friend. Like, oh, she's holding the phone. I'm going to I'm going to focus for him. Yeah. It's like, man, they, they went all out for two strangers. I know. They were like, my Look, favorite. We're going to do this photo. It's going to be good. They're like, we're professional Instagram people. So, yes, <laughs> we got you. And now we yeah. have options for photos. Right? It's crazy. We've yeah, never had that, that before. Which is just so funny, like you said, like, we worked, uh, well, we worked on so many projects together, but usually if photos were taken, it's because one of us was taking the photo of, like, filming or something, and so we were never both, like, it was you taking a photo of, like, me and people, or me taking a photo of you, like, it was just, like, how did, and then you moved, and it's like, how did we, how have we been friends, like, nearly a decade, and we had one photo together? (laughs) Yeah, the only proof of our friendship is this podcast. That's like it. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's like it. Exactly. So where else have you been? Um, okay, so after Chicago, then I went back home to Indiana. And then after that... God, where did I go? Um, then after that, I need to like look at the photos in my phone to remember exactly where I've fucking been this year. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Didn't you visit some parks? Yes, okay. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, great vacations, Jess. Great vacations. So, so I just, I have the worst, worst <laughs> memory. Okay, so after I went to Canada, and then Chicago, and then Indiana, after Indiana, then my cousins came to town, I hung out with them, and then I went to Fort Collins, where I spent some time with my boyfriend and his family, and then after Fort Collins... I went down to visit my sister, who just moved to Southern Colorado, and then after that, I went to Seattle for my boyfriend's friend's wedding, and then three days after that, I went back to Indiana for my mom's wedding, and then I came back to Colorado, and then I went back down to visit my sister with my dad, but then I also went to Aspen, and I've just, I'm, I've been all over the place. I can hardly remember exactly where I've been and when and why. Um, but I will say that Seattle's amazing. I'd never been there before. I really loved it. Toronto's really cool. Um, I've gotten to see a lot of national parks, which I'm obsessed with. Uh, I got to see Antelope Canyon this year in Arizona. I've done a lot. I've done a lot. And then when I haven't been somewhere, I've been working. And the thing that also was terrible for us was that I work nights and you work days. So the days that I was here, we still couldn't record because our schedules made no sense with each other. Yes. Yeah, it was very challenging. Uh, Me, like you said, having a day job, you working at night. Uh, and then you traveling or days you'd be available, I'd have a show or something. And so it just never quite lined up. Uh, my summer has been hectic. I didn't really go anywhere. I've been pretty much here. 
Um, but uh, I have been producing shows. I produce currently two monthly comedy shows in Chicago. They're, they're monthly shows. Uh, one is uh, Bruise and Bad Movies, uh, which uh, I really wish someday Jess can come to. Uh, it's, uh, if you're interested, it's a stand-up comedy show where we do a mini stand-up show about 30 minutes and then we throw in a bad movie and the, co- uh, comedians, we watch it and we make fun of it kind of like Mystery Science Theater. Um, it's a lot of fun, you know, drinks and snacks and, uh, just making fun of terrible movies. We've done s- classics like Mac and Me, Plan 9 from Outer Space, uh, last month we did Kazam with Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, this month for Halloween we're doing Ernest Scared Stupid. Oh my god! Uh, so yeah. <laughs> so at the time of this recording, fifth one's coming. Uh, so uh, uh, the, doing that show, I do another show in Forest Park, which is right near Chicago, called Faux Pas Comedy Show. It's a fundraising show for the Forest Park Arts Alliance. They're raising money to put up a giant mural in town. It's been a lot of fun. I uh, got to bring a lot of very talented comedians through there. Um, we've been doing that about once a month. And uh, uh, announcement uh, possibly coming soon, but I may be bringing a stand-up show to my hometown of Geneva uh, in December. So possibly starting in Geneva, I may be producing... Three shows at once, <laughs> while also trying to perform myself at other shows uh, that I'm not hosting, so it's not just only me hosting. Uh, so yeah, it's been a crazy summer, uh, just generally uh, not traveling a lot, but uh, busy with shows, uh, trying to get my, my shit together health-wise, uh, had a bit of a health scare, but luckily everything's okay. And um, just kind of opened my eyes to like, hey, I'm pushing 30. I need to uh, turn this stuff around. So at the moment of this recording, I'm hoping this could be a timestamp. I can keep updating people, but I've lost 15 pounds. So that's exciting. That's awesome. Good for you, dude. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, uh, lots of nights where I was like, hey, you know, I'm spending most of my nights at comedy clubs and or bars where I'm having beer and bar food a lot. I need to stop doing that. So <laughs> I've been seeing a personal trainer. It's been great. <laughs> Burgers and beer. Yeah, not a good combo. But yeah. Uh, so, yeah. It's been crazy, crazy summer for both of us. We've finally linked back up, and we have tons of fun ideas for new episodes and kind of get back going with the podcast. Um, exciting thing, I'll announce. Uh, we had a fun thing where, obviously, if anyone's been listening for the longest time, we've had some older episodes where there's different hosts and such, but obviously it's taken this new form with Jess over the last year or two, and it's been a lot more fun. So we're going to go back and reboot some of the topics that we talked about as well as new topics so it'll be a nice blend of uh, opinions on some old stuff to get Jess's opinion and just new stuff so uh, it's exciting Uh, new things coming Um, but yeah uh, Jess in the meantime uh, obviously we can't cover everything but what stuff what's the best stuff you've seen lately shows or movies wise over this long gap yeah, let's get to what really matters, like what we've been watching, right? That's, what really matters. That's our, you know, constant in our lives is what we're watching. Um, yeah. I mean, I've like you said, I can't cover everything because it has been a few good months, and I'm sure I've watched a lot of stuff. Um, one big update that we've talked about before on the podcast is the movie Into the Spider-Verse, and I finally saw it. 
Finally. Finally, I saw it, and I loved it. It was amazing. It was so charming and fun and just had a little bit of everything, like happiness, laughs, tears, crying, emotions, like all over the place. The animation styles are incredible. The story is beyond anything I thought it would be and the script is so great it's out of the out of the universe out say. of the universe I would say and maybe into another one um yes. but I also really liked how high of a concept it was for an animated movie like it was a very big concept um and I just loved it it worked so well yeah a huge fan I I see what everyone was saying about it. It was not just an amazing animated movie, but just an amazing movie in general. Um, so yeah, love it. If you haven't watched it yet, please do. It's on Netflix and it's amazing. Um, I've also been watching Succession. I just started it within the last two months. I feel like everyone's been talking about that lately, but hasn't that been on for a couple of years now? No, it's only been on for about two years. So I guess, yeah, a couple. But um, Oh, so it's only on its second season. It's all, it, I think it just ended the second season. I'm not all caught up at the moment of this recording. Um, gotcha. Yeah, I kept hearing a lot about it and people loving it, and I couldn't necessarily stomach a show about rich white people because I just was like, mm. <laughs> why not? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why not? Uh, I, you know, I just, I, I love a good underdog story. So I decided to watch Succession. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I finally gave it a shot and I, it's like how Spider-Verse, it's like, I get it. I get what everyone was saying about it. It's brilliant. It's dramatic, but more so a dark, dark comedy. Um, I think you would like it, Brandon. It, every episode, it feels like I'm watching a play. Like, it's just so character-driven, so dialogue-heavy in a way that, nice. like, engages you, like, sucks yes. you in. It's, it's like... <laughs> Like the most, it's like the best Aaron Sorkin show. That's not an Aaron Sorkin show, is how I describe it. Yeah, it's <laughs> Make great. Make me want to keep my HBO. <laughs> yeah, it's really good, and I, yeah, I just am obsessed with it. Um, so that there's that, and um, you know, we're nearing the end of October. I've also been watching horror movies. I do thirty one days of horror in October, and <laughs> <laughs> I am sticking to the list. Um, and making it work. I've watched a lot of movies that I've seen that are classics, like the Scream franchise. I love Scream and original Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, I've watched some newer movies like Little Monsters, um, Unsane. I just saw Unsane for the first time. It's great. Uh, Christine, which is a cheesy, cheesy Stephen King 80s movie by John Carpenter about a car that's haunted. It's great. Um, I also... Rewatched the movie Haunted Mansion with Eddie Murphy. Do you remember that movie? Wow. Yeah. I never saw it. Oh, it's a deep cut. I used to... I, used I mean, I remember the previews. Oh, I was so into that movie as a kid. I don't know why. Maybe because I was always into spooky stuff. But I was really into that movie when it came out. My sister and I were obsessed with it. And when we were together uh, last week, we watched it. And we were just like, oh my god, this still holds up. It's so funny. And it's just so charming. And then another movie I rewatched, too, that I hadn't seen in, like, a decade was Beetlejuice. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. And it's... That is an amazing movie. I forgot how just how dark it is and how many 
heavy jokes there are for like what's essentially <laughs> a kids movie. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I've been watching a lot of horror and succession pretty much. Horror and succession. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, what have I been watching? So TV wise, uh, so there's two things I've really been watching. Obviously, there's probably miscellaneous things here and there. Um, one thing that I watched from start to finish, uh, the first season was Amazon's uh, The Boys, uh, which is based off a graphic novel series. Uh, I hadn't really heard of this comic slash graphic novel, but holy shit, the show is so good. Um, it It's surprising because there's a lot of actors you don't know, but I feel like this show is giving them an opportunity to be like, oh, the, holy shit, who's that? Like, why are they not in more things? Uh, it's got Carl Urban in it and uh, like a brief role with Simon Pegg, uh, which is a fun nod because Simon Pegg in the show plays a dad um, where in the comic, uh, the son character they drew based off Simon Pegg. Oh, that's really <laughs> funny. But then, like, years later, it was like, okay, well, Simon Pegg's too old to be that character we drew him for, so, like, he'll play the dad. Mm-hmm. That's funny. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's it's an, a dark, entertaining show, basically about a superhero universe where, uh, like, almost like a real dark take on what it would be like. I won't give a lot of things away, but basically... If superheroes were real, like, of course, like, they would work for, like, a company and uh, it would be, like, this rich billion-dollar company that, like, sells the merchandise and makes money off movies and they do, like, signings and whatnot to where, like, yes, they're saving people, but also, like, they're egotistical because they're superheroes and, like, like some celebrities, they think a little bit too much of themselves um so yeah it's an incredible show i think it's only eight episodes or so but it flew by i loved it uh it, every episode is so good it almost feels like a mini movie um amazon really like that's i've been hearing that amazon has some good shows but like that was one that was like holy shit i hope people see this and luckily it already got picked up for season two they're making it so i'm excited to see where that goes um, another show that is older that I've still been watching for the first time. I am on the final season of Sopranos. Whoa! So you <laughs> blew like you blew through the whole series already, pretty much. Well, to be fair, previously I had watched the first two seasons, uh, and I got engrossed in other shows, and I was like, "Well, I don't want to juggle too many shows at once," so I took a break. But yeah, over the summer, uh, I think it's yeah, I've been like seasons three through. You know, I'm on, like, six now. And, uh, yeah, still got a bit to go. Like, it's a longer season. Um, I think I maybe have, like, 15 to 18 episodes left. But, like, I mean, it's Sopranos. It's it's crazy to look at because, like, you know, the acting's so good and some of the characters are, are so good at being, like, despicable. Uh, it, it's also, like, I'm not someone to fault it for this, but it's very interesting to look at like all these years later because some stuff doesn't age well oh i'm but, like, sure with that but show. that's not and, and that's the thing is like for me that doesn't ruin the show because i'm not going to blame something for back then it's not that they weren't problems but like it wasn't talked about like it is today so i can set that aside um where some people will lash out at old shows uh this was 
one of the best shows of all time, and I still consider it that. Uh, may not be one of my personal favorites of all time, but uh, it's incredible to watch, and there's some thrilling moments, great character stuff, and some shocking things that happen. It was, uh, I literally just go like, holy shit! <laughs> uh, yep. But also, like, one thing I'll say, because it sounds like you've seen it, right, Jess? Yeah, I've seen all of it, yes. It's also funny, for a show about, like, a mob, how many people die from just mundane things, like heart attacks and, <laughs> and yeah and like because they're old dudes <laughs> that have just been eating pasta for the longest time like they're just having heart attacks like i saw an episode where one guy was an fbi informant this old dude and he's literally in the car talking to the fbi agent he's like Oh, oh, oh. yeah yeah i know what you're talking you do you know anything about like the series finale? Uh, I that's one of the only things that was spoiled for me Damn. was just that that it ends mid something. Okay. Uh, look, luckily I don't know details surrounding the something, but I just know it pissed a lot of people off, and um, but like I've been very fortunate that no deaths have been spoiled for me. Okay. Um, no uh major things, um. Uh, I will definitely update you when I finish it. Um, yeah, because I'm curious about what your thoughts on the finale are. I remember watching that when it was on HBO, the like the finale, and my family and I were watching it, and when it ended, we thought our cable went out. And <laughs> that's all I'll say about that, is we thought that the cable went out and we didn't know how it actually ended, and then the credits started rolling, and we were like, what? <laughs> But yeah. I want to hear all your thoughts, and definitely we'll talk more about that later. Definitely. Uh, as far as movies go, uh, it's funny because running a show about bad movies, uh, and also uh, with my friends on a monthly basis, we do bad movie night. Uh, this upcoming month will be fourteen months straight, um, and so between that and then my show, and also prepping for the show. A lot. I was looking over my app I use to diary movies I've seen. I watch. I watch either garbage or like a ama- like. It's either it's either stuff that's like classic, like oh, I you saw that for the first time, or it's like fucking no holds barred with Hulk Hogan. Like it's <laughs> it's it's a shit list. Like looking at this diary over the summer. But uh, two things I'll say real quick. One, I really enjoyed this documentary on Hulu called Too Funny to Fail, The Life and Death of the Dana Carvey Show. Um, I didn't really know anything about it, but it was very fascinating. I recommend it. It's about a, a, a Dana Carvey show that just fucked up right away. Uh, but it had people like Steve Carell, Stephen Colbert, um, you know, hate to say it, but Louis C.K. You know, it had a lot of people in, like, the 90s or whatever, that, like, before they were known at all. So, like, the reason it's called, you know, Too Funny to Fail, that's, like, how did this show had all these people who went on to be 
famous in many different realms of comedy and entertainment. Why didn't this show work? And it's a fascinating look at like the the one or two things they did to just be try to be so different, and they literally like messed themselves up in the pilot and kind of killed the show before it started. It's incredibly fascinating. Um, and then yeah, just finally the most recent thing I watched uh, in theaters was Joker. Uh, I saw Joker. Um, I won't take too long on it because I feel like we can do a whole episode on that movie. Uh, I'm in the fence. I really enjoyed it. I thought the acting was incredible. I thought the direction and the cinematography was so surprising coming from uh, Todd Phillips, who did the Hangover movies and like old school and stuff. Um, uh, I also think it covered a lot of important things to me, such as like mental health. And it just gave me what I wanted, which was a different form of Joker. Like we have had so many forms of him from like cartoons to real life. It's too many people are comparing him to Heath Ledger. Don't. It's a different Joker. It's a different iteration. And it's a thrilling movie that opposed to being an action or crime movie. It's pretty much a psychological character piece. It has nothing, no, not a ton of action. Uh, it's incredible. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's up for a bunch of awards soon. Yeah, I saw it too. Um, I did like it. I liked it a lot, a lot more than I expected. Um, now that I've had some time to sit on it and think about it, there's some things that like I was in love with, but now I'm like, eh. Um, the performance is amazing. You're right. The cinematography is breathtaking. Um, and it's not Heath Ledger at all that they never tried to like make it about that or anything. It's very different, which I really respected because, you know, the last Joker we got was trying to be the best Joker and it was pathetic and weird. (laughs) So Uh, that's what I I, I keep forgetting. People keep reminding me and I'm like, oh yeah, that garbage. I forget, I, I forget often too, because it's what it was. And then I remember that Jared Leto and that weird sort of like grills, like the grills and he's making the face and I think he's got like a tattoo gun or something. I don't fucking know. It was terrible. Um, it's terrible, terrible, terrible. That being said, I don't know if you saw the trailer for Birds of Prey, but I want to see it. That looks good. Yeah, I'd see it, especially because I heard that Margot Robbie was involved with a lot of the creative process and or script. Um, I, I, I'm interested, like you said, in that movie. Uh, if they ever try to do anything with Jared Leto, which I highly doubt, not interested. Uh, he, and also just hearing about what a terrible person he was to his like crew and castmates. Like, all right, man, we get it. You're trying to be a dark, weird ass character, but you're just being an asshole. Yeah. Uh, there's plenty of plenty of good actors that don't have to do the shitty things that you do. I'll just say that. Yeah, he kind of sucks. And do you know he like started his own cult, kind of? God. Yeah. Uh, Google Jared Little Cult and you'll see all these crazy things. I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight. For my monster from his slab began to rise. And suddenly, to my surprise, he did the match. He did the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. He did the match. It caught on in a flash. Well, I think we should move on to the topic of the episode. Uh, where it's Halloween coming up, 
And uh, I think we should talk about our favorite. Uh, this is in no rank, but some of our favorite and uh, television Halloween-themed or scary-themed episodes we wanted to highlight. Yeah. I mean, I love Halloween. I love October. I go hard. Oh, really? Watching 31 movies? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Horror movies? Like, oh, really? I no, no shit. Doesn't everyone <laughs> do that? <laughs> Doesn't yeah. everyone just you know, increase their anxiety because they watch horror movies before they go to bed. Am I the only one? Okay. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) I like, I like almost abuse myself every October because it's like, I want to watch crazy horror movies and then I'm like into it. And then I, then they get turned off and I'm done. And then I'm like laying there by myself being like, Oh my God, Oh my God, Oh my God, I'm going to get possessed by a demon or, you know, it's just (laughs) totally all over the place in October. But yeah, I love Halloween. There's a lot of really good Halloween episodes on TV that celebrate it. The only real, like, dramatic-y kind of, like, show that I have on my list of favorite things is Stranger Things, and it's the Trick or Treat Freak episode in season two. Um, And I actually rewatched it in preparation to talk about it. And honestly, I think it's, like, my favorite episode in all of season two, now that I revisited it. Um, which is weird to say because there's not like a ton of like action. The plot only moves so much in that episode, but it's just fun. Like it's just such such a fun episode. Um, it captures like the spirit of what it's like to be a kid during Halloween and how fun that is. Um, the kids are like the reason why you watch the show. They're fun and it's fun to see them just like let loose on Halloween. Um, Yes. Yeah, so and they're dressed up as the Ghostbusters. And they're dressed up as the Ghostbusters, and they're the only ones at school that dress up, which is hilarious. When do people make these decisions? Everyone dressed up last year. It's a conspiracy, I'm telling you. Be cool. Who are you gonna call? The nerds! And it's just adorable because it's like, as a kid, you're so geeky and into Halloween and like into all these things, and then as you grow older, it's not as cool to do it anymore. And it kind of just like. Yeah touched on that like you know being like too cool to like do halloween which i gotta say i trick-or-treated until i was 15 because i was obsessed with it like (laughs) and i looked young too so i could get away with it i was gonna say you could get away with it (laughs) yeah i could get away with it i think i could even get away with it now if i like really did like the right costume and makeup i might be able to but anyway um yeah i just love that like the transitioning like from being trick-or-treaters to being too old to do it was kind of touched upon you get to see how like everyone's celebrating halloween like the kids are trick-or-treating the teens are partying and the adults are like just sitting at home like watching movies like i don't know how everyone kind of gets into it um i just found that really charming and it's the first time we really get to see like who Max and Billy are, um, who were kind of mysterious in the episode prior and we didn't know anything about. Um, and they'll become like two kind of key characters as the show goes on. And it's the first time we get to see like who they are and what they're all about, which is also really fun. But yeah, I love it. I think Stranger Things could be like considered a Halloween show in its entirety, but it was really fun to just narrow in on Halloween for one episode. Yeah. Uh, I'll admit, uh, I, I did see season two. I did not see season three. Um, it's another show that, uh, kind of fell on the wayside where I've just been so busy and, uh, just been focusing on, uh, monsters having heart attacks with Sopranos. That's, that's <laughs> fair. I will say that season three is better than season two, in my opinion. Like a lot better, I think. Um, that's what people have said. So I'm, I'm interested. 
Yeah, not that season two was necessarily bad. It just wasn't as good as season one. Um, and then season three, once you watch season three, you're like, oh, yeah, I guess season two isn't that amazing. Like, because it's just so much better. Um, <laughs> yeah, so season three is really great. Uh, but it's interesting because season three is, like, during the summertime. So there's, like, a little bit of, like, a different vibe sometimes, um, which makes all, which probably also made, like, watching this episode again, like, even more special because it was, like, during Halloween season and... Yeah, it just made me really happy. And also, like, we get to see more of, like, Bob, Joyce's cute little, <laughs> little boyfriend, and... Aww. Oh, Bob. Bob. Um, yeah, uh, you mentioned it. It's a little, It was a little harder to find any drama shows that really had Halloween episodes. I'm sure there's some out there, but it, it feels like so much more of a thing that a lot of comedy shows do because, you know, comedies usually premiere their seasons in September... Uh, that way, uh, their season has just been kickstarted. So around episode five to seven in their seasons is usually like, well, let's do the Halloween themed episode. Let's do the Thanksgiving, the Christmas. Like they cover all the holidays because they gotta churn out so many episodes. Um, so pretty much all of mine, all mine are from comedies. Uh, but I'll, I'll I'll start with one that I want to see if you remember it. Uh, it's like not cool. I don't think it came out on Halloween. But then again, I didn't see a lot of this show when it first aired. I've seen a lot of the reruns. Uh, but there's an episode of Boy Meets World. Oh, my God. Where <laughs> where they're, like, at the school, and it, like, turns into, like, sort of like a scream-slash-horror, like, spoof-type thing. Do you remember this episode? Now that you're kind of t- saying it vaguely, but I don't remember anything about the plot, was Ghostface actually, like, in it? I think, I don't know if it was, like, actually Ghostface or one that was clearly resembled Ghostface. It may have just been Ghostface, <laughs> but but it's, like, people are getting killed, and then it turns out to be, like, a dream. Uh, but it was so funny because, like, they randomly, I remember they're, like, all in the classroom, like, locked in the school for, like, detention or something, and the killer's running around. And they randomly had, uh, I think it was, like, Jennifer Love Hewitt was in it or oh something. Oh, my God. Like, like <laughs> But they also had this other guy named, like, Kenny, and everyone's like, shut up, Kenny. And I was like, who the fuck is this Kenny guy? Like, why, who is this random guy? And then he gets killed, and they're like, oh, my God, he killed Kenny. I was like, did they just create this character just so they could do a South Park joke? Like, it it was... (laughs) I hope so, because if they did, then I love that show even more. Yeah, and, like, there was a twist on who the killer was. It was, like, uh, Sean, like, pulled off the mask, and it, like, was Sean, because, like, he was dreaming. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it it was just so funny, because, like, I think when I was really little, it kind of freaked me out, because I didn't know that shows could just randomly do something like a dream sequence, because it just felt very, like, what the fuck? Like, why are... <laughs> Why are these characters dying? Even though years later watching it when I'm older, I'm like, oh, these are like comedic deaths where like books fall on someone in the library and it like kills them. And like Kenny got killed because like a pencil like went through his head. And like, Oh, I do remember like, that. Now, okay. Yeah. yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> so uh, I don't know the name of the episode, but I'm sure you could just like look up like Boy Meets World, like horror episode or slasher episode. Uh, it was just a lot of fun. 
Um, and just, like, very weird, because, like, they didn't do a lot of episodes like that. Like, uh, some of the other ones we're going to talk about, they're, like, really lean on, like, themes. Uh, as far as, like, oh, this is, like, the Daydream episode, or this is this, where it's, like, Boy Meets World is just, like, why is there randomly, like, a slasher thing for this <laughs> Disney show? <laughs> right, for kids. Like, a kid's show has, like, a scream yeah. homage. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, uh, so that's what I wanted to kick off with. Uh, not ashamed that I'm a Boy Meets World fan. Nor should you be. Boy Meets World is <laughs> iconic. It's great. That was, that was the perfect response. Nor should you, you be. be great. Oh my god, you best believe I'm gonna get Disney Plus and I'm gonna be watching Boy Meets World. Are you kidding me? Yes, it's great. Did they say that's gonna be on there? Everything is gonna be on there. Like, everything. everything. Everything is going to be on there. So if that's not on there, that would be insane. Like, it's going to be on there. I'm sure it is. What was your next episode? Well, my next episode is, like, the exact opposite of a Disney show. And it's the episode of It's Always Sunny called Who Got Deep Pregnant. And it's the best because it's, like, a Halloween-ish episode, but also, like, a character's perspective episode have you seen this episode before no i have not seen a lot of always sunny but i just i love that that's the name of the episode is who got deep pregnant yeah so who got deep pregnant so oh god i can't remember what season it is but um caitlin olsen who plays d uh is married to rob mcelhenny and they had their had their kid and she was pregnant so they wrote it into the story and in the episode, when they first reveal that she's pregnant, one of the guys just, like, makes a comment about how she's been, like, putting on weight and basically calls her fat. And she's just like, I'm not fat. I'm pregnant. How do you not know I'm pregnant? And they're like, oh, well, we don't really care. And she basically says, well, you should care because one of you is the father. And then just, like, walks out of the room. And they all, like, freak out. And they're like, what, 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 what? <laughs> and when <laughs> she says that, she makes reference to a Halloween party. So... Basically, everyone else in the gang is giving their perspective through flashbacks on the Halloween party where she apparently got pregnant. Um, And it's amazing because every perspective has, like, the same people and what's happening, but they all are different depending on who's telling it. So, like, for instance, like, Dee's look is always changing. Like, in the first time we see her, she's, like, wearing an angel costume Um, and one of the guys makes fun of her and says that she's, like, dressed like a bird, and then when Frank's telling it, she's actually wearing a bird costume, (laughs) so it changes. So it's like the telephone game, but, like, different people. Yeah, but, like, their memories. So then, like, when, like, Mac (laughs) is telling the story, Dee's, like, a straight-up emu. Like, they got an emu on set, and, like, at one point he turns (laughs) around, he's like, hey, Dee, and an emu just is, like, standing there. It's great. Um, so it's just, like, they, like, it's funny because it's, like, you see, like, a peek into all the characters' minds and how they perceive things while at this Halloween party. So there's just, like, all... Because they're drunk as well, so everyone's perspective is a little different. And it's yeah. all, like, taking place at this, like, Halloween party that's in a bar. And everyone's costume is, of course, hilarious because it's always sunny. And it's just so funny and, like, just this weird sort of warped version of a whodunit. I love it. And I think it's really... <laughs> it's, like, one of the weirdest Halloween episodes because it's, like... Kind of Halloween, but kind of also not at all. <laughs> That's funny. Um, uh, one of my next ones, it's not exactly like spooky or anything, 
but it's definitely interesting seeing it, uh, it now just because like I work at an office. Uh, but uh, it's one of the Halloween office episodes. I believe it's from season two. Um, I have this episode on my list too. Oh, <laughs> uh, where, where Michael has to fire someone. Yeah, the yeah. Halloween uh, episode. <laughs> <laughs> where yeah, he has to fire someone, and he's got the he's got the costume where it's like his yeah. second, like a paper mache second head, <laughs> um, and like he's just like having to deal with like the Halloween party and and having to figure out who to fire, and like there's like great stuff between like he's gonna fire Creed. But then, like, Creed pretty much convinces him not to, like, fire this dude, Devin, who is actually who they ended up firing. Because, like, you know, Creed went on to be on the rest of the show. Uh, And so it's just so funny um, because, you know, everyone's in their little costumes. Some people are taking it more seriously than others. Uh, It's supposed to be this fun occasion. He finds out from corporate that he has to fire someone (laughs) during a holiday party. And, uh, cause wasn't he already supposed to do it, uh, but he kept putting it off or something. And so then it fell on that day. Yeah. I think he kept putting it off and like putting it off because he wants to be everyone's friend. And so he didn't want to fire anyone. And then I think the episode opens with like, okay, we just need a name. And he's like, mm, I haven't done it yet. And they're like, okay, well we need to just know who you're going to do it to. And he's just like, mm, mm. and I love it too, because he's, Throughout the episode, like, he doesn't want to do it so badly that he's trying to have other people decide who he's going to fire for him. Yeah. Who do you think it should be? Jim, definitely. No, Jim brings in money. Phyllis. <sighs> Stanley. Pam. Oscar. Meredith. Kevin. Angela. It's not a popularity contest, although it does make sense to fire the least popular because it has the least effect on morale. Uh, I, I actually have another Office episode on my list. And since I was thinking about these Halloween episodes, I've since been rewatching a few old episodes of The Office. Um, <laughs> I actually, like, rewatched the Dinner Party episode, like, the other day. And it's... Oh, God. It's, Talk about cringeworthy of cringeworthy. I know. And it still holds up, too. Like, it's still hilarious. <laughs> um, <laughs> but another really good Halloween episode they have is, like, in the later season, I think it's season seven which is the costume contest. Um, And everyone is just, like, super into their costumes because there's, like, a contest. If you win, you win, like, a coupon book for, like, all these restaurants. Everyone gets so into their costumes. And it's just, like, another funny, like, office episode where something awkward is happening while they're all, like, in costume. Um, But what's, like, the most interesting part of watching that now is, like seeing what the topical costumes were then, like um, Michael's MacGruber from SNL, which is, like, a character I have not thought about (laughs) in years. Like, it took me a while to figure out, like, who he was trying to be. I was like, and then he said it, and I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, And then Gabe from Saber, like, we're at the Saber merge in this season. He's, um, he took, it took me a while to figure out who he was because he was, like, Lady Gaga, but during the Just Dance era when she first came on, and she had, like, the weird face makeup there's also like um a few people that are characters from true blood like i think andy and meredith are like true blood characters so that was super interesting just seeing like what the costumes of the time were um things that i didn't remember or understand um yeah so that was another fun episode 
just like having all the characters now later on in the season all to come together and be weirdos together on Halloween was really fun to watch. Um, so I love the Halloween theme episodes of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Uh, I'll admit I'm a season or so behind, but I, I saw the first four seasons and they developed this little tradition where it's not even really quite about like scaring or anything, but they, they, they basically do like this bet uh, are, do you watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Jess? Yeah, I started to, actually. Um, awesome. Yeah. Uh, have you seen, like, the first Halloween episode? Maybe. Oh, I think you'd remember. It's, like, their episode, like, their Halloween episodes are some of the best. Like, they pretty much, like, bet that they can pull off. It's sort of, like, heisty slash trickery. Um, them, like, showing who's, like, the best kind of, like, con artist. Uh, where, like, for example, it's, like, oh... Uh, uh, Jake bets the 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 captain that like Captain Holt like oh I'll steal the watch from your wrist oh yeah or whatever okay. yeah and then yeah. like they go through all these <laughs> shenanigans and like people take sides and everyone gets involved and it's just like lots of like twists and it's just oh god there's so much fun and I've enjoyed how like every season like you don't know who's gonna be like the one who like wins and like people keep like switching sides and backstabbing and it just is so over the top but they're so smartly written and I just I'm not even gonna say too much because like I'm not gonna be able to describe it properly but if you're watching uh if you're thinking about watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine please do a uh, guy who was involved in the writing and producing of The Office, Parks and Rec, uh, also does The Good Place and other shows coming out. Uh, Michael Short, like, and a lot of the writing staff after Parks and Rec was kind of ending, went to Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So if you like that show, watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine. See these Halloween episodes. Uh, I wouldn't even doubt that they'd probably be fun even just on their own. Like, there's so much fun. So uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, pretty much all their Halloween episodes that I've seen are classic. Yeah, I guess I have seen the Brooklyn Nine-Nine Halloween episode, because if it's the watch episode, then yeah, I've seen that one. And it is really funny, and I have... They do one every season. It's so good. (laughs) Okay, I started to watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I binged, like, the first three seasons, and then I I do this thing that I'm sure I've talked about in the show, where I binge something obsessively, and then I get, like, drained on it, because I've, like, forced myself (laughs) to watch it, so then I need, like, a mental break. <laughs> and I'm I'm on the mental break right now with Brooklyn Nine Nine because I abused it, but it's really good. It is really funny. Yes, watch it. Um, speaking of Michael Shore, my other favorite Halloween episode is the Halloween surprise from Parks and Rec. Um, this is, uh, let's see what season. This is season five. It's honestly better known probably as the episode where Ben proposes to Leslie. I kind of forget that it's actually, like, the Halloween episode um, because, I mean, Ben proposing to Leslie is such a massive thing that you forget about Halloween. Um, (laughs) You know, (laughs) like, duh. Um, But it's sweet. It's a really good episode. There's a lot of fun things going on. Like, Ron is taking his girlfriend's kids trick-or-treating and kind of learning how to, like, be a family guy when he's always been, like, alone. Um, Yeah. Which is really fun. Uh, Chris is screening Death Canoe 4, Murder at Blood Lake for the town, and (laughs) Donna is, like, really into it. Death Canoe. It's so fun. And, like, they're all wearing, like, cute little costumes and... um, 
It's just, like, fun. Parks and Rec does really good Halloween episodes, too. Like, the Greg Petitus episode is really fun. Um, Yeah. And the one where April's dressed as, like, the sumo wrestler who lost weight and stuff like that. Like, April has, like, some really great (laughs) costumes throughout the show. Um, But this one, I think, was the best because... Not only was there the cute little proposal, but there was also the infamous fart attack that Jerry had at the same time as the movie screening. Oh, God. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah, I forgot that that was also in that episode um, where, yeah, he is hospitalized because he had a very intense fart. And we, it is, it is amazing. Um, and then also is the episode where, like, Tom gets the idea for Rent-A-Swag, one of his endeavors. So, yeah, there was, like, a lot going on on this Halloween episode, and, like, almost none of it had anything to do with Halloween. It was just, like, big plots developing. And then also, yeah. like, Halloween's in the background, which I like because it's kind of, like, true to life where there's so much happening, and then there's a holiday you gotta celebrate. Um, so that, right, yeah, like that's how it goes. So, um, yeah, it made it felt more realistic as opposed to like everything pauses for Halloween. It's like no, a lot of things are happening, but also we're dressed in costumes because it's Halloween. Yeah, I I agree that that is so true. Like, yeah, things are happening, and you, you know, you may have a costume. Some people try it more than others. Some people like it more than others. Uh, one thing that I always found interesting, uh, just in all these shows in general, is uh, it's so fun to see what the writers have to come up with for the characters to be for Halloween. Because, you know, uh, just seeing what they become, sometimes it just becomes like, oh, what's popular that year? Um, but, like, it, it's always fun to see, like, who is what. And I love a reoccurring joke that they did with Ron on Parks and Rec is, like, he's just the pirate every year. Yeah. Because uh, he's just like, why would I, this is my costume. <laughs> yeah, I feel like. there's someone like that. Like, I have a costume I've broken out multiple times, but it's over, like, a. Like a ten year period, and not like every year. <laughs> it's so true. It's really funny, and like I do think like Parks and Rec just does costumes better than like The Office. Like I was saying when I was watching costume contest, I was like, I don't remember who any of these costumes are. But for this one, yeah. it was like very like like um, Leslie's Rosie the Riveter. We all know who that is. Like uh, Chris. It's funny because and I didn't pick up on this sooner, but when I was rewatching the episode, like. Early in the episode, Chris is talking about how he's going to therapy and he's, like, facing his fear. And then he's like, I'm going to come... I've decided I'm going to dress up as, like, my biggest fear. And, like, they don't make any mention of it, but you just see him in, like, an old man costume. (laughs) And it's like, oh, God. And, like, it's just, like, things like that. Like, Tom's a ghost. It's just, like, they... And, again, like, some... If you think back to other Parks and Rec Halloween episodes, like, those costumes are fucking perfect every time (laughs) and I love it too because like also like the whole thing in that episode is that Leslie's trying to really distract herself from like the weighing anxiety over like her and Ben's future um because they were gonna move in together and then Ben got a job offer and now he's not sure what to do um and I think it's really interesting because I think a lot of us do that we're like we're going through like very intense very stressful things and that we, like, use the holiday as, like, a nice, like, therapeutic moment to, like, forget all about that and, like, try to just jump into something fun that comes around once a year and then you can figure out the rest of your life. Like, today is not about it. Um, and then it ends with, like, them 
getting engaged. Like, he shows up and he proposes. So I just liked that, too, about it, where it was, like, Halloween was used as, like, a distraction for her. Like, I feel like most holidays are for a lot of us. Definitely. Um, Well, Jess, uh, the final uh, show with uh, some multiple great Halloween episodes is one of my favorite shows of all time, and that's Community. Okay. Um, (laughs) Have you watched any of Community? I've tried. I tried. (laughs) I tried. You tried? I tried. When? When did you try? I tried. I really did try. And I feel like everyone who's obsessed with Community, when I tell them that, they have that reaction, including my own boyfriend. So there's a lot of things. Um, And my sister, too. When did you try, though? I tried... Uh, like a year or so ago. No, maybe even like shorter than that. And I got through the first two seasons and I didn't get it. I, I really didn't. And I'm sorry. And I, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all I can say to the community fans out there is I'm sorry. I tried. I did my best. Well. I didn't get it. Well, I, I to be fair, I think the thing that's hard if you only just tried a year ago is you, not just for, like, you, and I, this is a big topic for, like, movies and shows in general, is, like, you're going into it with people like us, like, it's the best thing ever. Yes, exactly. I think it was, like, really like, built up, and it's just it, one of those things where it's, like, uh, what I saw was not living up to what y'all said. Unlike Succession, because that shit did. But... <laughs> well, same thing happened to me with, like, something like Blade Runner. Uh, everyone said that was, like, one of the best sci-fi movies and one of Harrison uh, Ford's best roles of all time. And it was a fine movie, but I was just like, you guys made me think I was going to have my mind blown. Mm-hmm. And I just saw a fine movie. Um, so I get it. Uh, I apologize on behalf of the community community that uh, <laughs> uh, that we, uh, I'm sure, I, I don't know why people don't make that joke more. Uh, like why we overhyped it for you um, because there are some things that like I almost wish, you know, if we could ever get in the same state again, like <laughs> like we could we could watch like certain ones. Like, if I could just show you certain episodes and you could kind of see, like, just the way that Dan Harmon and the writers uh, spoof a lot of things. And one of the things that's great, you know, with these Halloween episodes is, um, you know, the first one's, like, pretty basic. It's a Halloween party. Um, But the second one is where, like, they're really branched out. So, like, the second season is kind of like a zombie-themed episode where, uh, you know, it's a Halloween party at the school, and then, like, someone gets, like, sick off this, like, bad food, and they pretty much start doing what, like, zombies do. And so it turns into, like, a horror, and they're running around, and people are biting one another, and they're turning into kind of, like, the zombified version. And, uh, like, there's hilarious moments... um, you know, where it's it's down to Abed and Troy, uh, and they're they're running and um their costumes are like perfect and um it's funny, you were talking about like how uh when you're a kid you eventually get to an age where people are like, Ugh, this isn't cool. Um and like someone makes fun of Troy for his like nerdy costume and so like he uh <laughs> literally just like takes it off and like takes his shirt off and then just wears like a um uh, those seat protectors for the toilet, like, it's just, like, uh, like, just, like, that paper ring, like, he just wears that, he's just like, I'm a sexy mummy, <laughs> like, trying to be cool, uh, <laughs> instead of nerdy, um, 
But there's like this moment at the end where Abed has to like sacrifice himself, kind of like in a horror movie for like the Troy to be the last one to make it. He's just like, do something that's never been done before, Troy. He's like, what's that? He's like, be be a black guy to make it to the end. (laughs) 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 And just, um, uh, it's it's obviously it's ridiculous because it's a, a zombie thing that things just go back to normal for the show later. But uh, also there's like a plot point that then becomes like a, a big thing in the show later. Um, sort of like D, someone got pregnant. Um, <laughs> but it's real. Um, anyway, uh, I love that episode. And then another one was uh, the season three Halloween episode. Basically, the theme of it is Britta was studying psychology and she finds out that, like, through some tests that, like, she thinks one of their friends is, like, insane. Like, psychopathic, like, sociopath, like, just insane. Um, And so, could be a killer. And so she's like, we should, like, tell ghost stories. And she's like, maybe we could figure out who who the weird one is. Uh, Like, she's trying to find that out. So they all tell ghost stories and uh, when they're telling the stories, it shows, like, them doing it. And you see each character tell, like, and then this would happen, and it's freaky. And they're just like, that's not freaky. And the best was Abed's like, well, uh, it's going to be something that's realistic. Uh, so it's, like, him and Britta, and they hear that there's a killer loose. And like, all right, we're going to stand in the middle of the room, back to back, so no one can sneak up on us, and we're both going to have knives. Like, <laughs> so they don't do any of the horror tropes. And, uh, yeah. Community, another one of those shows like we named that has great Halloween themed episodes. They spoof some tropes and um, yeah, uh, just classic stuff. And another thing like with Parks and Rec, they're great at picking the costumes for the characters um, where like Jeff is kind of a similar thing to uh, whereas like Ron picked the same costume like Jeff Winger, uh, Joel McHale's character always kind of picks something that's like oh, I gotta wear a cowboy outfit so I can, like, show off wearing these boots and look hot and, you know, (laughs) whatnot. And, like, one of them is just, he's just wearing a really nice suit and then, like, who are you? He's like, oh, I'm David Beckham. And he, like, holds up a soccer ball. (laughs) It's, it's, like, clearly not a costume. He just wanted to look hot. Um, (laughs) But, yeah. um, Great episodes. Uh, Yeah, Jess, uh, I... It's been fun kind of reliving some of these Halloween uh, television shows uh, because for comedies, for a lot of these, it's such a staple to have a Halloween-themed episode. Absolutely, and it's fun. It's part of the Halloween tradition of, like, seeing your shows, like, have a Halloween episode. I will say, now that I've been thinking about it, one drama that also did Halloween pretty well was um, American Horror Story, the first season with Murder House. They did, like, that two-part Halloween episode where it was, of course, very dark because it's American Horror Story, but it was, like, more about, like, All Hallows' Eve and, like, the veil to the other side being thin so ghosts can roam the planet or whatever the hell that is. So that was fun, but um, it's a heavy, heavy episode. And, uh, you know, it's the best season still of the whole show, and it's been, like, nine seasons, and season one is still the best. Um, <laughs> whatever. That's what a lot of people Trust say. Trust me, I, I'm I... still watching it. Which is ridiculous. You still? Uh, uh-huh. I don't... Why? I don't... I, I think I've just done it this long, so I'm just in it. And, like, I just... I'm obsessed I, with horror. I need it in every capacity I can get it in. I saw it late, but I saw the first season. That one was, like you said, had some good moments. 
didn't watch any of two, but uh, when my ex at the time was watching three, there was a part where, like, the girl from, uh, was it Push by Sapphire or whatever? Precious. Uh, <laughs> precious. When I say Push by Sapphire. Push by Sapphire, which is... This, it's a one, all anyway, one big precious, name. Precious, based by based on the novel Pushed by Sapphire. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I don't okay, know why so, you can't understand that. That's super easy to remember. So, anyway. <laughs> so, that actress, there was, like, this... In the Coven first season, there was, like, this weird storyline where, like, a, like, a, like, a bold dude, like, comes on to her. And oh, it's just, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I was like, yep. what the... No. Uh, yeah. Yeah, season one is still, like, the best. Um, Cult was pretty yeah. good. Uh, other than that, it's like, been yeah, solidly Like, yeah, the Carney fun. one. I hated where, that like, one. Evan I didn't even finish yeah, that Evan one. Yeah, Evan Peters just had the weird hands that yeah. it's like, oh, he's good at finger-blasting girls. And yep. I'm like, what the hell is happening? Yeah, and that's, like, in the first, like, <laughs> ten minutes of the first episode. It's like, what? But... Yeah, that was. Uh, 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 Ryan I wish Murphy, we could record your reaction to that. <laughs> Ryan Murphy, I will say this: Ryan Murphy, I call it the Ryan Murphy effect, where his first season is amazing and impeccable and groundbreaking, beautiful television, and and everyone's super into it, and then we latch onto it, and the second season's pretty good too, but then after the first two seasons, it all rapidly goes downhill, but lasts forever because we're all super into it, or we were. Like, any show of his, that can be applied to, like, Nip Tuck, Glee, American Horror Story, like, the first... Two episodes, two seasons are amazing, and we're into it, and then everything rapidly goes downhill, but it lasts for nine sounds more like, seasons. Sounds like he should just do miniseries and not yeah, <laughs> television shows. I think he's trying to, but it's like, because American Crime Story is like a umbrella of miniseries or something. I don't know. I don't know what's happening with that man anymore. There's a lot happening. Um, yeah. <laughs> But anyway, back to Halloween. What are you doing for Halloween? Do you have any Halloween plans? Um, well, the day before Halloween, I am actually hosting a Beetlejuice, a Beetlejuice trivia, uh, movie trivia. Um, and I don't know if I'm actually going to be doing anything particularly on Halloween because it falls on a Thursday this year. Um, uh, but uh, I, I'm not sure if I'm going to have a new costume. I may just break out... Either my classic Gumby costume, or last year I was a Jedi. Uh, maybe I'll break that out again. Um, but uh, Jess, uh, do you have a costume picked out? I'm so glad you asked, Brandon. Because <laughs> I am so stoked to talk about it. I would have told you anyway. I would have told you anyway, but since you asked. Um, I'm really, really excited. Because my boyfriend and I are doing a couple's costume. I have never done a couple's costume in my life, and I sometimes think they are super tacky. Um, but we've decided to do a couple's costume and our couple's costume is we are both going as tethered versions of ourselves from the movie Us. And I'm very excited. We have red jumpsuits. We have the gloves. We have the scissors that are foam gold scissors. (laughs) And I'm going to get into it. I'm going to do our makeup. I've already told him I'm going to do your makeup. And he has said, okay, so that's cool. And I'm just really excited because I love Halloween. I love a good costume. And I fucking love that movie so much. Um, So I am very, very pumped. I'm very pumped. Very, very excited. Very, very excited. I love Halloween so much. (laughs) 
<laughs> and, like, this is the first time in a while, like, I've actually, like, gotten really excited for a costume and, like, planned it and, like, ordered things. And I'm, like, so into it. So I'm very happy. Well, yeah, I mean, I know, like, some people, like you said, it's corny or you like to shit on couples' costumes, but, like, I'll admit, having done some in the past, I think they're fun. Uh, I think they can be, as long as they don't go over the top. But, yeah, that sounds like a great uh, duo costume. Very on theme for the year. Thank you. Uh, with that movie. I, I'm um, so but... excited. <laughs> I can't say it enough. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Jess, where can they find you online? On Instagram and on Facebook? No. I don't want to plug my Facebook. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> On Instagram and on Twitter, I am at Jess, J-E-S-S, Quaz, K-W-A-Z-Z, Jess Quaz. So wait, are you, are you plugging that Instagram or you want to plug the other one? No, my other one's private. Oh, well, I didn't know. You're so yeah, that's right. old. <laughs> <laughs> so old. Sorry, I, I run three Instagrams, but they're, they're not like me as someone else uh or like it's me, me as me like, but it's raw me that no one else can see but it's, it's raw me it's raw that me was... that no one else can see it's what the kids it's call me a finsta i'm leaving all this in i want to leave all this in but yeah it's, it's a it's finsta. raw me it's raw me it's me as me and only a very few people can see it so no i will not plug my finsta on this <laughs> podcast no thank you <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay, but anyway, oh. <laughs> on on my regular public Instagram, I am at Jessquaz, and same with on oh. Twitter, and that is at J E S S K W A Z Z. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Uh. I remember when I first got a Finsta, and I told you, and you're like, "What is this?" Went. And I think well, because like I just it's funny. I think my mom recently got Facebook, but I I friended her. I <laughs> uh, I just I don't follow that many people that like I don't care or if they if they see something it's like fuck it I'm not I don't care it's social media get over it. Um, but yeah, that's <laughs> not it's I. raw me. <laughs> it's raw me. <laughs> that fucking got me. Uh, <laughs> Okay, you can follow me on Twitter at the pros t h e p r o z e. I did change my Instagram to just my name. You can follow me at Brandon Prosek p r o s e k um, on Instagram. Uh, as far as Entertainment Buffet goes, you can follow that on Facebook. Give us a, a like. Um, you can also follow Instagram at entertainmentbuffet.com, at Twitter at inter. At entertainmentbuffet.com. At entertainmentbuffet on Twitter at entertainbuffet. Um, and please uh, follow us there for new episodes coming out. And uh, if you haven't subscribed to us here on iTunes, on Apple Podcasts, or Spotify, or however you're viewing us, please subscribe. And uh, yeah, uh, check out uh, other things such as movie trailer trash. Uh, our friends over there who have been grac- graciously plugging us even though our show hasn't been happening um we appreciate the the plugs you all should go listen to their episode of the cats trailer because the cats trailer is absolutely insane and it's really oh did you listen to their episode i on did that? <laughs> i listened to that episode and it was really fun because the cats trailer is bonkers and it's really fun to hear them trash yes. it because it is trash it is, it is bananas, <laughs> so it bananas. Is, it's 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 
it's stuff like the like that I'm like, oh man, this is a this is a bad movie night waiting to happen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like uh, I'm seeing him live now. Uh, oh goodness. Yeah, uh, so please like, check out Movie Trailer Trash uh, with Charlie and, uh, and Bethany Duber. Lots of fun. And if you're in the Chicago area, uh, follow Entertainment Buffet, because like I said, we have uh, multiple shows happening both uh, in Chicago and the suburbs of Chicago a couple times a month if you want to come meet me and check out um, some live shows and maybe watch some bad movies. I wish I could do that. Everyone go do that. Who can do that? Because I want to do that. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, hopefully, uh, don't eat too much candy. Don't get too scared, and be uh, careful of raw jazz. <laughs> oh boy. It was a graveyard smash. He did the match. It caught on in a flash. He did the match. He did the monster match. Wow. From my laboratory in the castle east wow. to the master bedroom where the vampires. The ghouls all came from their humble abode to get a jolt from my electrode. They did the mash. They did the monster mash. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. They did the mash. It caught on in a flash. They did the mash. They did the monster mash. The zombies were having fun. The party had just begun. The guests in. And his son. The scene was rocking, all were digging the sounds. Igor on chains, backed by his baying hounds. The coffin bangers were about to arrive with their vocal group, the Crypt Kicker Five. They played the mash. They played the monster mash. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. They played the mash. It caught on in a flash. They played the mash.